Good morning. Episode number six. This is Mr. Clark and this is my life. Back in Rapid, Illinois. We just got the car dropped off. Uh, the engine caught fire. <clears throat> Rick Carroll's grandparents came and picked us up and took us back home and dropped us off. Now, at the time, I didn't have a vehicle, so I didn't drive. So I you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? You know, I don't remember why I didn't drive. I just know I didn't have a vehicle. But, um... Somebody, please, get this We each got back home and... After a couple months, I wanted to go to Detroit, Michigan to visit family. So I called Rick up and I told him, I asked him, you want to go to Michigan and meet some my cousins? And he said, sure. We're taking a Greyhound. I bought the tickets. Back then we had a station down here on New State Street, Rapid, Illinois. And we got dropped off. We got on the bus. I had the phone number and the address in my pocket to my cousin's house. We're on the, we're on the bus. We're riding into Detroit. We get off in Detroit. And guess what? I lost the phone number and the address. Now we're in Detroit. We step outside. And we're the only two white dudes out there, okay? There's a bunch of black uh, males outside. And they start singing to my buddy Rack. They, they start singing, I want to stick my black dick in your white ass. I was just Rick and say, Rick, they're talking to you. He said, let's go back inside. We went back inside. We got a cab, and I told the cab driver where I wanted to go. Well, we were about 40 minutes south of where we know I wanted to go. So he gave us a ride. He turned the meter off after we hit $20. This one's on the house. I told him where to take us. I told him to stop because I knew my aunt's house. So my aunt passed away, but my uncle truck was there. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I go up and I knock on the door. And I talked to my uncle truck and he said, your Aunt Betty is on the street up here. I don't know the name, the, I don't know the address, but she's on the street. So, we paid the taxi guy. We get out. Now, we have spring jackets on. It's November, it's right before Thanksgiving. It was in the 70s here in Illinois. And it was, it was, uh, 
18 in Detroit, Michigan. And we have tennis shoes on. And guess what? It starts snowing. And it's snowing heavy. If it, we're going down High Street. We come to a apartment house. We're walking on the back and I tell them, start looking for people in the hallway. I look in the window and lo and behold, I see my cousin. So I tell Rick, I said, beat the hell out of this door. He said, why? I said, you see that, that woman right there? Yeah, that's my cousin, Cindy. So we need to beat the hell out of the door. So we beat this door. She opens the door and says, what the hell are you guys doing here? And I said, uh, coming for a visit. So she took us inside. And, uh, it was a matter of time. But my Aunt Betty started giving, giving us help. And we didn't understand why. But we, we let her go. So... We walk over to my cousin Tommy's house. We go in. Sit so down, we're talking. I don't always like Tommy. He was a cool dude, man. And then uh, we walk back to my aunt's house. And my cousin Debbie shows up. Now, she has a 1960-something Chevy. Candy apple red. She says, um, you boys want to go spend a couple of days in Flat Rock, Michigan with me? Sounds great. Got in the car and we let her drive us out to where she lived. Now, she had two, two girls, Bridget and... Sherry. They were probably around seven or eight. So we get back in there and we start talking to Deb. And Deb says, You guys want a beer? No, I don't I don't drink. You guys wanna smoke a joint? Sure. So Ricky has about, I don't know, 14 or 15 beers. Smoked about half an ounce of hot. And then she says, uh, Anybody want some breakfast? Sure, we'll take some ham and eggs. I don't have any eggs. You want to go to the store and pick some up? So I said, Deb, 
We don't know where the store is. So she starts telling Rick. Rick says, I, I know where it is. She says, okay, I'm gonna give you the keys to my car. She tosses him the keys to the car. He takes a 12 pack of beer with him. He starts drinking the beer. As we're driving down the road, I look to the left and there's a car in the yard. I think we missed the turn and I think this is this is a driveway. So I tell Rick, turn left right here. We turn left and it wasn't a driveway at all. It was an actual yard and there there was a ditch and the Chevy went into the ditch and the battery died. So Rick had finished all his beer and we're flagging down a lady and the lady says, uh, it's okay there boys. I called the, I called the uh, Flat Rock Police. <clears throat> I reported you guys uh, having car trouble. I said, why would you do that? <clears throat> and she said something and I said, all we needed was a jump. Oh, well, I can't do that. The cops will be here pretty soon. So Rick, he takes all these empty bear cans and he starts shoving them under the front seat. I mean, uh, under the car. Not the front seat, under the car. And the, and the cops show up, and they look, and they see the bear cans. So they look at Rick and look at me and said, have you boys been drinking? I said, no, sir. I don't drink beer. Rick, Ricky says, yeah, I had some beer. I'm 18, that's the, that's the legal drinking limit, ain't it? Cop puts us in the back of a, of his, of his patrol car. He asked Rick, he said, okay, let me hear your story. So Rick says, well, we were gonna go to the grocery store to buy some eggs so that his cousin can cook some ham and eggs for breakfast. But he thought I missed a turn and he seen that car and he thought it was a driveway. So he told me to turn right here. So when I, when I turned right there, the you should have just run away. Car went into a ditch and the battery died, so it wouldn't start. Cops is okay. Now, in, in, in Flat Rock, Michigan, the cops aren't like any of the cops. They, they have automatic locks on the door, and then they have a, 
uh, a bad glass shooter comes up. And usually, when that back door clicks shut, lock, they have a gas, so they, they like to knock you out. So, cops are listening to me. All right, let's hear your story. I told him the same story that Rick told him. And uh, you know what the cop told me? And the cop looked me in the eye and said, you know what? I said, no way. He said, I don't believe a fucking word you said. So, I said, you know what? I don't give a fuck if you believe a fucking word they said, because I'm telling you the fucking truth. When I said that, the locks went down. Rick. You wanted me back. It says, we're gonna, we're gonna get gas. I said, they're not gonna gas us. It took us into Flat Rock Jail. They put us in a holding cell. I'm allowed one phone call, so I call my cousin Deb. Deb drives down, gets us out. I go out, I'm talking with Debbie, and she's like, where's your friend at? Well, Rick, they're still sitting at the desk because there, there's a big, uh, a big cop standing in front of the doorway. So my cousin Debbie says, you have exactly two minutes to let his friend out of that goddamn holding cell, or I'm gonna raise all kinds of hell. They let him out. We went out to her car, she popped the hood, and she went through the ceiling. She said, holy fucking shit, who the fuck bent my uh, battery, my battery cable post? Now she went back into that cop shop and she told him, who's gonna fix my car? Somebody brought, somebody bent the the battery post, and now I know who's gonna fix it. Now, if nobody goes out there and fixes it, I know each and every one of your 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 guys' wife, and I'm gonna personally call them up and tell them who you guys are fucking around with in the bar, because I know for a fact that all you guys are sleeping with somebody else other than your wife. Man, they, they got the tools, they got a big tool just out there and they fixed the car. And then they told her to have a nice time. <clears throat> and that is the end of another chapter. Stay tuned for my life in Flat Rock, Michigan. Peace.